When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Planning on traveling this summer? Make saving at the pump part of your plans with two times the fuel points from Harris Teeter. It's easy. Download your eVic coupon, and for every dollar you spend with your Vic card, you'll get two fuel points. That's up to $1 per gallon on quality fuel at participating BP and Harris Teeter fuel centers. Download your eVic coupon today and save money at the pump all summer long with eVic and Harris Teeter fuel points. We open inside a vast lair. A Nissan Rogue speeds toward a gigantic door, closing fast. Our hero says, I know this seems like your typical narrow escape, but it's not. This is a Nissan sales event ad. The doors inch closer. Will she make it? Determined, she grips the wheel and hits the gas. The turbocharged Rogue squeezes through, just as the giant doors clang shut. There's no escaping summer savings during the Nissan Summer Event. Now get 1.9% financing for 36 months on the 2022 Nissan Altima. Availability is limited, so contact your local dealer for inventory information and shop NissanUSA.com. Hurry, before these offers get away. For well-qualified buyers, 1.9% APR financing for 36 months on new 2022 Altima and dealer stock. Example, 36 months financing at $28.60 per month per thousand financed. Actual down payment may vary. Subject to in-mat credit approval and residency restrictions. Dealer contribution may affect price set by dealer. Dealer sets actual price. Contact dealer for details. N7522. Welcome to Raiders of the Lost Podcast, one of the fastest-growing movie podcasts in the world where we discuss all things film. In this episode, we discuss the latest movie news from November 29th to December 5th. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the show. This is Anthony. This is James. Let's do some movie news. No, Movie news number 27. There's a lot, a lot to talk about this news. week. So a uh, quick box office recap. We had Encanto as the number one box office the last weekend. It is up to $40 million gross worldwide. Ghostbusters had second place, and that's up to $87 million worldwide. And then House of Gucci premiered, and that had a $14 million box office last week. Total, it's at $22 million worldwide. And then Eternals was in fourth place, and that's up to, I believe, like over $300 million worldwide, too. So it was a very good weekend at the box office. We're obviously expecting a monster December. I think it's going to be one of the biggest Decembers ever in the history because of Spider-Man. Then we also have a bunch of other great movies coming out, too. Yeah, it's fully loaded. And it's nice to see that Ridley Scott's second film this year did well at the box office. Yeah. I think it already made more than Last Duel. I think House it was it's pretty close. I think Last Duel ended up capping at like 28, 29 million. Mm-hmm. It was under 30 million, which is disappointing because that was a $100 million budget. It's one of my favorite movies of the year. Top three of the year for me, I yeah. think. Probably up there. But um, Spider Man No Way Home, that's going to have probably, they're predict- predicting about $150, $200 million opening weekend, which is pretty close to what the Avengers, like Endgame, Infinity War movies were doing. Those were like, what, 300 million weekends? No, no one's hit three hundred million, but Avengers, Infinity War, and number two, they were like two fifty. Yeah, pretty close. No one's hit three hundred though, which is absurd. Yeah, and I think that Spider Man No Way Home will make about one eighty. Is my guess opening weekend? Yeah, yeah, something like that. And then speaking of Spider Man No Way Home, 
The runtime was released. It's going to be 150 minutes, so two and a half hours of Spider-Man goodness, which is going to be pretty epic because we have all these old villains coming back, and hopefully the three Spider-Men are there. Yeah, that'd be sick. That's one of the longer Marvel movies. And Usually, then, uh, Avenger movies are that long. True. And the tickets actually just went on sale last week and destroyed the internet. Everyone's forever. freaking out about getting <laughs> tickets. We'll go. To, we'll go to a matinee. Yeah, matinees are easy. To get we'll probably get too. the IMAX invite early, yeah. and then do a, like an early like 10 a.m. Yeah. screening. Because yeah. when this movie comes out, they're going to be doing every theater is going to have like 20 screenings a day. It's going to be insane. It's going to be on multiple screens in every theater. Oh, for sure, absolutely, especially the big chains, big big time. And then there's a new image for Black Adam that just was released of a close up of Dwayne Johnson's face as Black Adam, and he put the quote, "You're right, superheroes don't kill bad people." But I do. I'm excited about this movie. Yeah, I, I like to see like some superheroes killing people. It's nice. It's, it's gonna be, be a nice change of pace. But a now we'll, more, a little violence. We'll have like an anti-hero superhero, which is gonna be pretty epic, I think. Yeah, and I think I'm excited to see this. I think it looks cool. The teaser trailer was fun, and the way he just marked those dudes was pretty sick. So pretty epic. I like to see that. Uh, Tom Cruise is another still from behind the scenes of the new Mission Impossible film, Mission Impossible <laughs> Eight. Well, so the because they're filming back to back, so this yeah, is yeah. the second film that's going to be coming out for Mission Impossible. I love it, man. And um, he's hanging upside down from, like, a propeller plane. <laughs> it's just, like, one of those... It's, like, a, it's like an old one, and there's a jet uh-huh. following them. I don't know if the jet's chasing them or filming it's footage. definitely chasing them. But it's pretty wild. Because they would just do a helicopter. He's literally upside down hanging, and his arms are feeling like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy, because... And then there's a shot of the planes upside down. He's on the wing as well while it's upside down. So I'm guessing this, the plane's going to be, like, spinning, and maybe he's going to have to be on the wing trying to stay upright. That's a great stunt idea. Man, that's, he just... That's and, just what I'm guessing. And Tom, he's the one who's coming up with the stunts for these movies, so he's just like dreaming up these crazy scenarios and then he's like okay write the movie around these set pieces <laughs> this is what <laughs> i want to do <laughs> good luck guys can't wait for these two movies they're gonna be epic and then there is a new teaser for peaky blinder season six which will be the final season before they make the feature film and tom hardy's character is back i love his character the accent's insane and he's just a great like villainous character in the in the series that kind of they need on their side and it's just a great rival for Tommy Shelby I think I love them too when they share scenes together is really excellent so I'm excited for that there's a new Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie coming out via Netflix I don't know if this is worth even talking about it's just yet another installment to you know the original is great and there's maybe one or two other good ones but I mean this is what like the eighth Texas Chainsaw Massacre it's like the the fifth remake this year obviously Halloween they're hit or miss this century but I think most of the Texas Chainsaws made this century are mostly misses, so I'm not that excited about this. Um, the only the only good one is the first one. It, it was a revolutionary Oscar, uh, horror film. Didn't Sam Raimi make that? Or no, who? No, Toby. Um, Toby Ho- Hooper. No, okay. Toby something. Toby something. All Toby right. Hooper. Yeah, I think Toby Hooper is his name. Well, we'll just take your word on that. Yeah, he right. he also directed Poltergeist. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Yeah. I love Poltergeist. Well, on paper, yeah. And then, and then obviously uh, Stevie Spielberg had, had to come step in. in. Then uh, jo- Jordan Peele's new film, Nope, wrapped filming recently, and he actually tapped Oscar-nominated cinematographer Hoyt Van Hoytema, one of our favorite DPs, to film it. And it was shot on a Kodak film and was on the 65mm IMAX format, so it's going to look excellent, and obviously we love Jordan Peele. I know. If I couldn't love him anymore, now finding out this news that he's shooting an IMAX film format, love it. Love Jordan Peele. He's one of these directors that's going to help keep film alive. Keep Kodak in business. And Hoyt obviously has been doing all of Nolan's movies since Interstellar, so yeah. he's an awesome cinematographer. He also did um, the the second to last James Bond film, which Spectre, which looked 
Beautiful. Yeah, it was a great looking yeah. film. Beautifully filmed. Um, Halle Berry just signed a multi-picture deal at Netflix, so good for her. This is following up her bruise, the success of Bruised, which they must I like it. I think it was number one for about two weeks on Netflix. Oh, is it out? Yeah, it's out on Netflix. Oh, I'll have to watch it. And um, so that's uh, she plays a UFC fighter, and so now she signed a picture, multi-picture deal. Well, she'll be writing, producing, and probably directing some of the movies that will be coming out with her as mm-hmm. the lead. She's great. So good we for love her. her. And I found. Uh, a little nugget about why Adam McKay and Will Fell broke up, and this kind of because their production company stopped. They they ended their production company. Yeah, a couple Gary of years Sanchez ago. Productions, yeah. and then but they're both still executive producers on Succession because they created that show. But they split up eventually, and I I think we talked about it like a couple weeks ago, just really briefly. Yeah, we weren't really, we weren't sure. But why. I, didn't, I never knew what the story was. But then I found this little interview with Adam McKay that just came out so let me just read this real quick as it turns out McKay was working on HBO limited series about the Los Angeles Lakers in the 1980s adapted from the book Showtime by Jeff Perlman Farrell a huge Lakers fan was cast as Jerry Buss the legendary manager of the team but his casting was the source of doubt among those involved Farrell just doesn't look like Jerry Buss and he's not that vibe of a Jerry Buss said McKay in an interview and there were some people involved who were like we love Will Farrell he's a genius but we can't see him doing it Ultimately, John C. Riley was cast in this place, one of Will Ferrell's like biggest collaborators and friends. McKay didn't want to hurt his feelings and wanted to be respectful, he says, so he recast the role without telling Werrell Will Ferrell first. Riley, however, did because he's a stand-up guy, says McKay. They soon announced the production company split, and according to McKay, although he's reached out via email, he's yet to hear back from Will Ferrell since. I effed up how I handled that. It's the old thing of keep your side of the street clean. I should have just done everything by the book. He continues, I said, and then, and then they had a phone call talking about the severance of the company. He said, I mean, well, I mean, we're splitting up the company. And Will, Will Ferrell was like, yeah, we are. And basically, like, have a good life. And I'm like, F, Will Ferrell's never going to talk to me again. So it ended not well, which is unfortunate. It seems kind of, that's a kind of messed up thing for Adam McKay to do, I think. Yeah, I mean, to cast, to recast the role and not tell your business partner and probably best friend at the time yeah that you recast his role it's pretty crazy also i mean will ferrell is a huge lakers fan he's always at the games and you know he's been a massive fan of theirs for forever and so i'm sure he was very excited to do this role i'm sure he was like this is the most exciting role he's had in a long time i bet yeah and to to be able to play this character i'm sure he knew everything about the manager there was to know and then I mean to to ca- to recast it. I think that's really messed up. So, I mean that's 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 sad because they make some great movies. Like they made Vice. It's a great movie. And they they created Funny or Die together yeah, too. They created died. that. Yeah. And so I mean I'm sure Ho- we all know Hollywood's full of backstabbing deals and stuff like that. But for your best friend to do it, I'm sure Will obviously took it extremely personally. So well now we know why their relationship mm-hmm. ended. Yeah, it's too sad. I mean too bad. Yeah. All um, right, back to some something uplifting. There's a new Always Sunny in Philadelphia trailer. And the gang's going to Ireland. And did you see the posters? They're yeah. in L.A. They're all dressed like leprechauns and stuff. It's really funny. We love Sonny, so we'll, we'll be watching this. The Foo Fighters have a movie coming out, and they just re- released their first little teaser trailer. It's called Studio 666. So we're pretty excited about that. We're huge fans of the Foo Go Fighters. recording in hell. <laughs> There's a new Amazon Prime trailer for the TV series adaptation of the Jack Reacher books called Reacher. And if you like the... The films, and you're a fan of the books, check this trailer out. It looks like a good action set series. It looks pretty good. I would say that the casting of Reacher looks spot on to what the character is described, in, as. described as in yeah. the book. Is this like six foot six, blonde, massive Jack dude who just messes people up, like eating breakfast in the morning? It's crazy. So it looks pretty cool. Uh, looks like a fun action thriller. I love 
Tom Cruise's Reacher. I that know first every- Jack Reacher movie's great. Yeah, and I know everyone's upset because Tom Cruise is like five foot three and dark <laughs> hair, but like, who cares? It's just a character, and he he knocked it out of the park. He was great. <laughs> he was. I love that movie. It's really well done. Um, some news about Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio film. So he's making a stop motion musical, which will be coming out in the fall of 2022. It's going to be a Frankenstein esque interpretation of the character, and also Robert Zemeckis is making a live action version of Pinocchio for Disney right now. Oh wow, two great filmmakers tapping that project. Actually, Paul Thomas Anderson. He was originally in pre-production on a Pinocchio movie with Disney for like the last like seven years or so, and then um, I just think it it didn't work out. But they were in development for a long time, I didn't know and that. he he even wrote a script for it. So he was actually wanted to make a Pinocchio film, but I just I think Disney might be a little too controlling with their projects. Yeah, I mean, he, Paul Thomas Anderson is such a creative director. I yeah, mean, he probably be handcuffed the whole time. But yeah. the Zemeckis live action one is going to star Tom Hanks as Geppetto. And oh, nice. Joseph Gordon-Levitt's going to be voicing Jiminy Cricket, which should be exciting. <laughs> yeah, perfect. Yeah, he's worked with uh, Tom so many times. They're great, great collaborations. There's a new movie, a new Boston movie, kid, uh, <laughs> yeah, about, kid. about the Boston Strangler. Not to be confused with the Scranton Strangler. <laughs> <laughs> but the Who bo- tormented Scranton, Philadelphia for years. Yeah, but the Boston Strangler was, he was a killer. We weren't even alive. They, like yeah, 1960s, no, we weren't alive. Okay, yeah, 60s. <laughs> I'm just trying to remember from growing up hearing about it. Just little stories here and there. Uh, it will be based on the tale of the infamous serial killer. It will star Kira Knightley as the Boston Strangler. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not kidding. And then Chris Cooper, who's probably playing the Boston Strangler, if I'm going to guess. Well, uh, what's his name? Dismalchian from uh, Dune and also from The Dark Knight. Dan Dis- oh, the weird-looking guy. Don't say weird-looking okay, guy. I'm sorry. He's, uh, just, he's, just, he's got a unique face. Unique face, unique, yeah. He, it's not, he's not weird-looking. <laughs> he's weird behavior, I mean. Behavior, yeah. Behavior. He's good weird, at playing weird, weird acting. characters. Yeah. Weird character actors, for sure, because yeah. the character in The Dark Knight, I think that's why it's imprinted in your mind yeah. to say that. Yeah, yeah. But um, he's in it, too, so I'm guessing he'd probably be the killer. You're right. He's def- He's totally or a he, suspect, like in prisoners. Prisoners, yeah, yeah. He's totally got that vibe. The very weird like, vibe. Like, if anyone's going to be a strangler, it's that guy. Yeah, for sure. Okay, Chris Cooper's probably the detective, then. Must be. Yeah. And Karen Knightley. Good cast. Uh, Alec Baldwin just had his first interview about the shooting on the set of Dust. And oh, was it like a major network interview? I think it was CNN. And it's pretty interesting. You know, it's a tragic event, but to, this is the first time he's spoken publicly about it since not counting like social media posts and stuff like that but to, for an actual sit down. And um, I, I recommend checking it out if you want to find out more that happened. But I didn't learn any new information from watching it or, or reading the article about it. Yeah. But I mean, this, the headlines for the first, like the weeks following that event were like, could Alec Baldwin face prison time? It's like all this crazy, stupid headlines. It's like the prop master yeah, is really responsible. It's like it's not Alec Baldwin's fault. But they're still trying to figure out who put the live bullets in the in the chamber. Well, whoever I mean, did it's not going to admit to it. In the magazine. Yeah. So someone did it, but, like, it's a huge mystery. And, you know, we've already talked about the troubles that were going on on, the, on that set. So it's a tragedy, but it's an interesting thing to actually see him come out finally and talk about it. Yeah, but, I mean, it's, it's a case of negligence, if anything, big time. And there's a new trailer for The Matrix. This isn't really, like, a... A big trailer. It's like um, they took the concept of deja vu and they cut together footage from the previous three films with this new film. So it's not that much new footage to see. Um, I, it's pretty good. I, I'm just. I hope that they're not showing most of the film in the trailers because I, I. I really hope that like when you watch the film, it's gonna be like, wow, I was not expecting any of this stuff. I watched some of it, then I shut it off because I'm trying to go in as as dark as possible to this movie because you know the Matrix is top on my list probably. And I just didn't love everything I saw, some of the cinematography and 
same concepts, same dialogue from the old ones, like the new Morpheus saying the same lines. And and I hope I hope I'm I'm wrong, but I just didn't get a great feel from it in the the filmmaking style because I. It doesn't really look like a Matrix movie, you know. But I mean, it could take place in the a new program. Yeah, that's, so why. that's, that's so why I hope I'm, that's I'm staying optimistic. Yeah, I hope that's what it is. We'll see. Um, final bit of news: There's a new movie coming out. We saw the first image of Duel. The stars Karen Gillan, and she obviously is famous for playing Nebula. Nebula, but also and, in Doctor, Doctor Who, Who, the the Doctor's assistant in during Tenant's reign. Or is it Matt Smith's? Matt Smith. Matt Smith's reign. Fish fingers and custard kid. <laughs> um, and so she has to kill her clones. So it's in the future. People can make clones if they have health issues. It's kind of like the island. And But at some point, if you she gets cured of her disease before she needs the clone's organs or whatever, and then your human version of yourself and the clone version can only stay alive together for so long. So then it's like a battle. Like that. Is it like a time thing with like I'm not sure, the like, biology of the body? I guess something like that. So one of them is going to have to deteriorate and die so and only one can survive. It's like the Jet Li movie. The, the one. one. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds, I mean, a little far-fetched, but I love Karen Gillan, so we'll I'll definitely check, check I want to see out. a trailer. Because, yeah, I want to see a trailer. Because I think she's awesome. She's yeah. super funny, and we yeah, love her in Doctor great. Strange and as Nebula. She's perfect, so yeah. we'll, we'll check that out for sure. Um, that wraps movie news number 27. Thanks so much, everybody, for tuning in. We have some really great episodes coming out this week. We're really excited. Two, one of our favorite actor spotlights we've ever done is coming out on Monday. And then Thursday, we're doing a TV show, so get very excited for that. It's going to be an awesome one. And then we'll be doing some uh, MCU stuff, maybe. Possibly. Leading up to Spider-Man. Possibly. Maybe. We'll, we'll see what's we'll in the see. schedule. Yeah. If we have time. If, yeah, if there's time. <laughs> I mean, we've got to go to the Bed Bath & Beyond. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Home Depot. <laughs> Bye, everyone. Raiders of the Lost Podcast is a Mirror Image production. Sound mixing done by Jacob Kosler. Opening music by Chase Jackson. We open inside a vast lair. A Nissan Rogue speeds toward a gigantic door, closing fast. Our hero says, I know this seems like your typical narrow escape, but it's not. This is a Nissan sales event ad. The doors inch closer. Will she make it? Determined, she grips the wheel and hits the gas. The turbocharged Rogue squeezes through just as the giant doors clang shut. There's no escaping summer savings during the Nissan Summer Event. Now get 1.9% financing for 36 months on the 2022 Nissan Altima. Availability is limited, so contact your local dealer for inventory information and shop NissanUSA.com. Hurry, before these offers get away. For well-qualified buyers, 1.9% APR financing for 36 months on new 2022 Altima and dealer stock. Example, 36 months financing at $28.60 per month per thousand financed. Actual down payment may vary, subject to in-mat credit approval and residency restrictions. Dealer contribution may affect price set by dealer. Dealer sets actual price. Contact dealer for details. N7522. Hello, Discover here. To explain our cash back match, here's how it works. We give you cash back for using your Discover card on the things you were going to buy anyway. Then we match that cash back in your first year. And that's why we call it Cashback Match. Now to recap and say cash back one more time. We match all the cash back you've earned at the end of your first year automatically. Discover. Exceptionally common sense. Learn more at discover.com slash match. Limitations apply.